You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Pops wide open. No. Uh, no. Oh, no. The sunlight. Can we talk? Hey. hey. Or, okay, hey, let me stop. Hey. Welcome to another episode of Can We Talk, y'all? Oh, we, be- we got the whole crew together today. It's your boy, Eric, and we're here with Today's Anthony. Today's an anomaly, ain't it? Yes, we got Anthony, <laughs> Shana, and Nicole all in one day in one studio. And I'm I'm, I'm excited I'm to be back. What's going on, yeah, y'all? What's going on? So it's oh, oh you got the bell out today. I don't know if this thing is. <laughs> what happened to my thing, man? My sound oh, we machine, need to get the sound machine. My beat machine. So we're trying out a new format today. Tell me what we doing, uh, Shana. Oh, we're just gonna do a free for all. Are we gonna yeah. do uh, current events at the end, or is it just gonna? Fall well, in? current well, events is yeah. We're gonna look, we're gonna lead current events towards the end of our discussion. Current so events can, is the podcast. Let's yeah. just say it. Let's just yeah. Let's er, just say Eric it. got what he wanted. Current <laughs> events is the podcast. So who want to start off? Any good music? Yeah, Usher and Beethoven. What do you think about that? Oh, I didn't even good listen mix, to it. Bad mix. Uh, I love Beethoven, and I love Usher. I I couldn't get into it, man. You thirty nine, man. <laughs> Plus, like, I know you, you, what I mean, age got to do with it. It's wow. just, I just feel, like, I, you know I feel some type of way with artists that don't grow with their audience. I can see that. I mean, but you know. I've he, been in the Usher since his very first album. So when he was a little kid, when he was 16 years he was old. Like 13. Like yeah. 14, 13, 14. Like, I've been, a, I've been an Usher fan that long. I'm just, like, you might need to, like, go to Tyrese route. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta disagree with that. I think I think Usher has grown over the years. You know, we 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 went from you know you got it bad to confessions to you know loving this club and you know um, papers. I think I think Usher has grown. I think this was him trying to he do went something new. The EDM phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think this. I think he tries to do new things and they don't always work. Um, yeah. I feel like Joe Budden made a post saying, "Look, man, I just want another. You got it bad. That's not mm-hmm. really hard to ask. Like that's it really is, all though, I need. Because that's a really good song. But it's hard because these older artists have to compensate for the lack of just that youthfulness. So, so they got to like sort of try to conform with what the new music is, but it just doesn't. It comes off just as awkward and yeah. just not good. I mean, but I mean, you can't hate him. He's still out here, thirty nine years old, doing his thing, kind of. Okay, yeah. so. All right, I know we got some other stuff. A lot of stuff has happened since you last been here, Shana. I know you heard some things. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? what thing? Okay, I <laughs> like what things. All right, uh, well, I guess we're going past music. Uh, Drake's appearance on LeBron's The Shop. I, never I heard did about not that. watch the whole thing, but I did see like the snippets. So I just, what did you think about the snippet? Did you watch the whole show? Um, I watched I watched the part where they mentioned um Pusha Pusha T and Kanye and his 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 um his beef with them. Um, you know, I think Drake, you know, I think he's 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 a PR's dream. I think he knows how to project himself well and explain situations. Um, even if, you know, um I didn't really see a lie in in his statement, but I saw that he knew how to project himself well. It came to the point where my mom, who don't even watch hip hop, called me up like, Oh, LeBron got show the shop and um Drake was on there. And he was talking about this guy, uh, uh, Push T. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Push a T. But yeah, my a fool, thing is you know. uh, about the show, the shop. Um, I, I, I go to barber shops yeah. and I go to beauty shops. The Drake segments were more like beauty shop segments, <laughs> not barber shop segments. I'll leave Drake alone. You know how she is, man. Let her go. Let her go. We, we need Shayna back on the show. Let her go. Let her go. 
Speaking of Drake, he's doing some. He's he's rapping in Spanish now. Where? Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. He made a um Spanish he's an single. Actor. Um, he made a <laughs> that's talent right there. The, um, a Spanish band, I believe, or a Spanish rapper. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think the Spanish don't rapper named me. Bunny something. Bunny. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. <laughs> I gotta say that collaboration with Giggs, uh, who was a British rapper, mm. that that did push the hip hop culture forward a little bit because yeah. it, it it made for a discussion online where it's like. Everybody in America was like, that gig's got to suck. But everybody in the U.K. was like, he killed that, man. He was better than Drake. Because no. in the U.K., the way gigs was rapping was him killing it. Yeah. In the U.K., the way Drake was rapping was like, eh. You know, so it was it made for a nice culture clash. Yeah, the U.K. has an interesting style of rap. Like, it's real, like, a, aggressive, like, a little bit faster. I don't know. I don't really care for that. <laughs> Nicole, you got an opinion on this? No, I don't listen to any of that. No. I'm okay. not up to date in that music. Or right, what have you listened to? Well, hold up. No, I'm oh, not right. up to date in any music. Like, I just listen to Fleetwood Mac and chill. You was listening to uh, Trey Songz. Yeah. Yeah. She listens to a little Post Malone. She listens to a little Post Malone. watching American Horror Story oh, and it made you turn right. it on. Wait, wait what? what? American Horror Story. Uh... The, one of the lead singers from Fleetwood Mac was on there singing. Oh. <laughs> Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks, yes. Oh, Stevie Nicks, yeah, yeah she's she was cool. on there singing. Okay, so what do you think about uh, Kanye and Trump and <sighs> Ti's response? I know you're up to date on that. You got to be I'm up not. to date. You missing out on Kanye? I don't. I haven't read all weekend. I've just been like trying to live life and like get lost <sighs> in woods and stuff. Shayna, what do you think? I have a problem. With any politician that goes to rappers or entertainers mm-hmm. for any type of political or like you know advice about policy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. true. And then as far as did you see the video that Ti like posted? I more so saw his response. I saw Kanye and him speaking about Trump calling a Superman and stuff, but I more so looked at Ti's response. He posted a video on his Twitter. I'm not sure if he posted it on his Instagram that kind of insinuated that he was having sex with Trump's wife. Oh, interesting. So I'm definitely not a fan of that response. Wow. <laughs> Who made this? T.I. Wait, the T.I. Uh, had? Clifford Harris. <laughs> Didn't Bow Wow do the same thing? Like make a joke about turning Trump's know. wife into a hoe or something oh, on God. a Snoop Dogg song? Yeah, that's a little too. I don't know if you should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't like. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's disrespect on top of disrespect, but yeah. I mean, I just got to say Kanye is the, the crazy cousin that we all know. We got that one crazy cousin who just talks a lot of cr- mess. We don't know if he's mentally all there, but he, at this point, man, I, I got to say just, we got to cancel Kanye. I know people always say that, but we got to. Well, you know, what's point, gonna, you know what's going to happen. People are going to say, I'm done with Kanye. Then, then the next album going to drop and you're going to listen to it. I, I feel like they just like go up to him. They're like, Kanye, we got like this, you know, directed script for you. Go mm-hmm. ahead. And he goes like, nah, I'm just going to take some Molly and wing it. He, just like his superhero. But my thing <laughs> is this, and this is for Kanye, and this is for any entertainer when you get in the room with a politician. You need to be humble enough to say, I don't know enough. Right. Let me bring somebody in that has studied. Let me bring mm-hmm. somebody in that knows more than I do. He was just going on all type of tangents, right. and he, he would say something. And we're like, oh, okay. And then he'll say like 10 more things. He'll be like, dog, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. 
you look silly. Like, oh, I feel like a Superman when I put this Make America Great Again hat on. What? And, and here's the thing. <laughs> People complain like and it used to be back when, you know, the only bad news we had was what new dress the Kardashians were wearing. Right. I miss those days, don't you? I, seriously, it was, I miss so, those it was days. a simpler time. But but the thing is, you know, the thing is like I'm tired of seeing him. I'm tired of seeing him act like a clown. But it's like if you give more attention to it, then the yeah. more popularity will grow. Don't give attention to it. Then you won't, you know. Yeah. I know you can't, you can't, the news is going to do what the news is going to do. But if you right. get more attention to Kanye acting a fool or whatever, you're going to see it more often. I just don't That's understand how you can wear the MAGA hat and then a Kaepernick shirt. You know, it's just, it's just like, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. He's not really there right now, man. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. it's, it's one of those situations where I'm like, well, what can I do? Don't listen anymore. Okay. I've done my yeah. contribution. I'm done. I just, I hate the fact that, you know, a lot of times Trump and his people are like, you know, athletes shouldn't get involved in, in, you know, political stuff, but he's out here talking with Kanye, you know, giving and him 10 Jim minutes. Brown. To, and Jim Brown. He's a retired athlete. But Jim Brown, in his defense, he knows more about what's going on because he is an activist and has been for several decades than Kanye West. But he did not speak as much, if at all. But the issue is that any any photo op you have with the president is going to be used as a political like political tool. Like he's going to use it to say, "Oh, the black community they they love me." See, I got the the famous rapper and, and Jim Brown, a football player. And so it's like you need to just avoid even being in his his circle right now. I kind of understood in the beginning because a lot of us were dismissive of Trump. Like, oh, we're not going to get in. I feel like in the beginning, we should have at least been open to getting in the room with him to talk to him, to attempt to inform him. But now Mm. that we know what he's on after the tax cut policy passed, we should just be like, okay, well, you're not trying to hear what we're trying to say. And you've passed this policy that's basically going to decimate the middle class. So, yeah. and they tried though. You know, the, the HBCU presidents came. Um, you know, for the the meeting about funding for the historically black colleges, and he just used it as a, as a photo op. They caught a lot of flack for that, but I wasn't I wasn't mad at that because right. it was the beginning. Exactly. And I I wasn't mad at it because you got to at least attempt to get in the room. A lot of our, like, you know, the Congressional Black Caucus, they weren't even trying to get in the room with him in, in yeah. the beginning. I, I do want to say something else. A music law was passed the same day as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I think this would have happened regardless of who was it, uh, head of state. But um, the, legis- the legislation contains three main components. It will ensure that artists and songwriters are compensated for music recorded before 1972, allow music producers to receive royalty payments and create a single independent body that handle, handles the entire licensing process between artists and streaming services. So, you know, it's one diamond in the heart, rough. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really benefit that many people. Except for, you know, um, most of the people that famous it will benefit will probably be the children of, you know, legends that have passed or right. older legends. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, you know, that's a win for somebody. Come on, give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up for them. Give it up. You know, and on top of that, I got one more thing for your corner. Um, the Fire Festival organizer was finally sentenced. Oh, I oh, saw yeah. that. Well, like six years six or something? Six years or eight years, something like that. What about Ja Rule? Well, should he get sentenced? I don't know what. I, I, I think don't... he was just like kind of like the co-signer, though. I mean, he was a, a scammer. I mean, all of them should be sentenced for something. Cause... Ja? Oh, no. Not, oh, not Ja, really. Oh. But... But I mean the the, the guy who who, who um, organized it, he definitely deserved. I can't wait to see the BBC documentary, man. I'm so, <laughs> That's gonna be. I'm so, I'm so ready for it, man. 
But that's the ultimate scammer, man. Imagine like taking all this money from these people and got this island that you made you're a bunch of rich kids go and live out an episode of Lost <laughs> with no way to Intense. get home. Man. But that's funny. So I'm glad he got his uh, his six years in prison. I don't know if he's going to serve all six years, but we'll see. He might get some good time. I'm not liking this quietness, man. Nicole, what movie have you seen? Right. On, talk, <laughs> Nicole, talk something. What's happening? You know I'm going to give you a movie that's like 12 years old. It's okay. That we, I finally we haven't seen, seen you in a while. We want time. you to say something. I don't have anything. Nothing to report. I hung out with my brother yesterday. How'd that go? And we watched Deadpool. It was pretty boring. <laughs> Which one? Because the first like, one. How do we, how do Westerns chill out, man? So, <laughs> so is, is Deadpool boring because it's like, oh, this is just a day in the life right here? Yeah, <laughs> that was really it. I was like, okay, well, I guess this is what we'll do. We have nothing better to do. He wanted me to like bring over my Nintendo GameCube to play, oh. and then he realized he couldn't figure out how to hook it up to his TV. So. Okay. What do you love about Mario? What 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 about Mario makes you smile? Like what what puts you in a happy mood? I don't know. About Those Mario? games are simple. It's not like Zelda, where like it's. I don't like adventure games. I like verse games. You don't like a little Grand Theft Auto. I like to watch people play it, and what? if I do play it, like I just like to crash the cars and get as many stars as I can, so I can be arrested and then do it all over again. They're coming out with the PlayStation Classic. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. We so should that. talk about that. Um, can, can we go to my corner? <laughs> of yeah, we there already. <laughs> all right, all right. We there already. So, like, listen, I recently got back into gaming. Um, so I bought myself a PS3 from a disc replay store. Mm. So I haven't played games in a while. So I got mm. back into playing Grand Theft Auto 4. And I had what you call – it's really not what you think. But I had what you call kind of like a a video game wet dream. Uh, it's nothing uh, oh. sexual. It's, it's nothing <laughs> sexual. It's just I call it this because it, it, there, there, there is a little bit of a fetish behind this. So I'm playing Grand Theft Auto You're Four. You're digging yourself Let's a hear deeper this. hole I want right to hear this now. fetish you got. Yeah. Listen, I'm just trying to add something to the conversation. I'm <laughs> saying I, I need I need Nicole to respond to something. There, you get yep. sassy response. <laughs> so so I'm in my controller right, and I'm yeah. playing the game, and I fall asleep while playing it. <laughs> so like um, in my dream, I'm like I'm like in the Grand Theft Auto Four game. So I'm like, I'm doing this mission where I guess I'm an undercover cop or something. This okay. doesn't happen in the actual game, I don't think. And uh, at one point, somebody's pointing a gun at me saying, yo, shoot him. So then oh. I, wake, I I literally wake up screaming with the controller in my hand trying to save myself, and the TV's not on. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. Like, I I, I, fetish, I fetishized myself, putting myself in Liberty City like, like, like I was an undercover cop. Imagine being a character. Like, what, was, what if that's a real-life scenario? Just we were in a real-life Grand Theft Auto, man, it'd be nuts. That that would be fun. No, a lot be, of people are real, violent. Yeah, the city is hell. Man. I'd just be like skating. I'd steal people's bikes and people are stupid. Cars and motorcycles. That would just like knock out like half of the population. I think that's what we need within like a few Needs days. Batman, like it's mm. terrible. No, no, no. no. Liberty City would eat up Batman yeah. and the Joker. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Listen, man, Liberty City is only fit for, like, a Deadpool. For real. Because like it's, like, just... it's like, look, I was walking past somebody on the street. Hey, God, you got a problem? I'm, I'm like, dog, I'm, like, walk- I'm just walking on the <laughs> sidewalk. And then all of a sudden I start fighting him. Then he starts walking away like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want no problems. <laughs> so you, he didn't want that smoke. That's Liberty he City, won- man. Hey, that's hilarious, though. 
I play Animal Crossing. Like, I just... What? Wait, Frogger? Little... What is... No, Animal oh. Crossing is like... <laughs> Wait, don't laugh at Frogger. I was obsessed with Frogger. Frogger I... is yeah, idea, though. Frogger. It's PlayStation. Like, you make your own, like, <laughs> tiny town, and, like, all the residents are different animals, and you're oh. the mayor of the town, and you help, like, clean it up and decorate it. And <laughs> Interesting. That's the shit I'm into. Like, I'll play that. Where do you find hours. this game? Like, where is this? That's on PS4? Ninten- it's on the DS. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a DS game. You know, I like my little games DS. It's nice, like when you're on the plane and you have to like avoid the fact that someone's sitting so extremely I'm close. To like, you. I was gonna say it's like Sim City, but with animals. Yeah, it's like more of a oh. childish version. Oh. Okay. I'm trying to re- dumbs it down for the for the, for the little ones for the for the little ones. <laughs> I'm a little one. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I'm trying to reboot my PSP so I can play that anywhere. Oh man! If I'm doing like son duties, boyfriend duties, um. Friend duties, I can just pull that out and just you know, right. you know, just Seriously. showing out. Are you really on duty if you pull that out? Right, you no, actually. You pretty much attention. just said fuck you, duty. <laughs> well, for moments where I, for moments where I'm doing the monotony and I don't feel like dealing with the monotony yet, that's what it's for. Mm, I, well, yeah, I kind of do miss those, like the the Game Boys. Um, yeah, like the portable the portable games are, are fun. I, I enjoy those. Oh, you said cell phones. We got cell phones now. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, I mean, I, no, I'm, I'm not going to play GTA on my cell phone, Randy. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have games on my phone because I'm around too many kids. So uh, I can tell them, no. You have games on your phone? No. no. <laughs> Randy, how many games you got on your phone right now? Just one. What's that? Uh, Clash Royale. Oh, I heard some good. Yeah, I heard that's fun. It's addictive. You know, B. Jewel is the devil. When you play Bejeweled, that's the devil, man. That's the that's the old ladies game. Like my mom plays that all the time. It's like, not she, really a ladies game, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Candy Crush is the ladies game. Why do we oh, put I, why I we put labels on this? Right? Word search. Word search. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me and my roommates do a lot of crossword puzzles. I right, hold up though. together I, on like her iPad. I, I got to go back to my essence. I got to talk about movies. Oh yeah, let's mm. get into movies. Okay, so I saw Hold the Dark on Netflix. Um. It's very grim, very dark, but I, I, I suggest it. It's very, very good. Jeffrey Wright in a leading role. Alexander Skarsgård, who's always playing these dark characters. I love Alexander, man. Like, yeah, Big good. Little Lies, True Blood. He's, yeah. he's, he plays he's, the same. Yeah, character. I don't care for him. <laughs> he was on, on a, uh, what he's is, good at it, though. With the show with Nicole Kim and you just named. Big Little Lies. Big, he was Eric. Just uh-huh. He just wasn't a vampire. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say he's Eric in this one, but he's still dark. Um, my girl, uh, Elvis granddaughter, Riley Cole. I don't know how to say her last name, but she's a good oh. actress. Um, yeah, it's about a woman whose son was report, was uh, allegedly taken by wolves. So she calls Jeffrey Wright, who wrote a book on wolves to help her find them. And he oh. finds out there's like a mystery behind this. And, um, yeah, it's very good. Okay. So, uh, I heard you saw the hate you give. Yes, the hate you give. I it saw was, that. It was a dissertation. <clears throat> so I don't know who read the book. I know, um, Shana read the book. Angie Those- Thomas wrote it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, I will say it's a really good movie, right? So it talks about essentially, without giving too much away for those who haven't seen it, it talks about the the topics of police brutality, sort of like black identity, um, and just sort of the outrage that this young lady who witnessed her friend being murdered by a police officer, um, the outrage that she felt because she was sort of living two lives. She talked about this how. You know, she grew up on this, this poor side of, the, of whatever town this is, and she was going to school in this rich, affluent town. And so trying to sort of, the identity, com- yeah, explain. 
I said, no, that's me. Oh, they said it's you. Oh, no, go ahead. Go and ahead. so the identity conversions that she was feeling, especially related to this case um, of her friend being killed by the police and sort of having to, um, you know, try to speak up for her friend who was killed, but also afraid to speak up because she felt like she was going to be judged by her her classmates. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, it's a really good movie. Uh, Maud, Amandla. 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 Uh, Steinberg. Steinberg. Is the uh, the leading character in that, and then she was Ray in Hunger Games, and then she yep. was in Everything, Everything. And I, I, I don't I think everything. That's the yeah, type every, of, yeah, it is. Um, she came to this, and then the father played on Lincoln Heights. Lincoln, Lincoln Heights. Heights. I forgot his name though. Russell she, Hartley. Isn't he was it? also in Seven Seconds. And yeah, he was. Yeah, he's a very he Russell did a good Horn, job. Russell Hornsby, <laughs> I think, is his name. Randall Hornsby. He did a great job. He's like, a he good was, actor. He yes. he is. He is. He played the character well. So I don't want to give too much away, but. He's the he obviously is her father. Regina Hall. Oh, you Regina, know? yeah, yeah, Regina Hall. So he's he's the father of um of a of Manla Manla's character. Uh, what's the, the name in, in the movie? I forgot. Shoot, see that's you what had I'm not one a, job, man. That's what I'm not a you critic. I'm not a job. professional critic because that's just not what I do. But um, I will say I would recommend everyone go see it. It's, it touches on social justice issues. Um, it's it's really it's a poignant movie that's really good to actually for for kids to come see because it talks about issues of young kids with police brutality and all that stuff so yeah definitely go see it i also recommend um if you do go to to see the movie uh don't read the book don't don't, don't, said don't read the book don't don't read the book first (laughs) this may be the rare instance where the movie is better than the book Oh, you saw it too? No, I'm just. But saying, she was telling like, me. She was don't, telling me, "Don't see the book. Don't, don't read the read book." The book. Well, like, my mother, you know, I trust her opinion, and and she doesn't really like young adult stuff, and she liked the book because Miss Holden liked the book. Was, I gotta go by what she's saying. It was on YouTube, um, and then uh, she had another interview where someone asked her specifically why was um, her boyfriend white? Oh, and she was like, "Well, I wanted to show what." And white ally should be. Mm. And I saw none of that in the book. Yeah. So maybe if I hadn't watched the interviews, and because I like to, before I get into a book, if there are interviews or lectures available by mm. their author, I like oh, to I watch them or, yeah. you know, see that first. And that ha- it helps me get a better understanding of the book. I did that with um, when I read Killers of the Flower Moon. I can't always do that because the the, the author might not be as charming as the book itself. Yeah. So it's, it can be laborious but, for me. Like, did they have the Fresh Prince references in the movie? I don't remember. Like, that's how she related to her white boyfriend. And I feel like that's how a lot of white people relate to us is through television, inaccurate yeah. television. Yeah. No, she didn't say. Like, they, they talked about how he was a beat producer he wanted to be like dj Khaled or something like that but they didn't talk about fresh prince yeah that's uh, that it was a lot <coughs> of that going on in the book like they mm-hmm. would you know reference fresh prince he would yeah. sing the theme to apologize to her oh yeah they, they didn't do that bump. yeah he bump, would do bump, exactly bump, that's in the book bump, bump, <laughs> but i will bump, say bump. though <coughs> they, they talked about cute thing they talked about this appropriation of the, of the black culture that her white um classmates would would sort of do without actually understanding the plight of the black people right in this time so they would listen to the black uh, artists you know music and and do the dances but when it came to the young man dying um they only they, they use that sort of as excuse just to get out of class so they process yeah, to get out of class yeah okay so, so good. i definitely recommend um two thumbs up on that one 
You sure I'll go see it? Okay. Oh, you gotta Mo- get it. Movie wish list. Movies you want to see. Um, I want to see Bad Times at the El Royale. Mm-hmm. I want to see First Man Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably my favorite actor next to Denzel. Uh, Ryan, I want, wait, Ryan, Ryan, God, Ryan hold on, you talking about this man? Dr- Drive changed my life. You gotta understand, Drive changed my life. Like how? To, 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 he was so. To turn, you got your driver's license Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I know everybody who watched that expected to see a Fast and Furious. I know it disappointed people, mm-hmm. but listen, man, you you take a '80s type theme like that into a movie like that. And like I know everything about it is like not good. Like it's extreme violence out of nowhere. Wait, I'm thinking I'm confused on this. I know I know it's extreme violence out of nowhere and stuff like that and a lot of staring, but that movie is beautiful to me, man. You deserve it. I think it just is the soundtrack that makes it good. It's Mm. the soundtrack and I I also think it's the directing. Like I think it's the directing. I think Ryan Gosling had that strong silent type. Steez in that movie, and that's like nice said, to watch like one time. And I love Drive. Never watch. Well, hold it up again. now, you're not you're not you're not letting get me get bored. finished here. I'm sorry. We also got the funny Ryan Gosling in Crazy mm-hmm. Stupid Love. You know, nice guys. You know, La La Land to a point. Yeah. We got the we got the crazy golf Ryan Gosling in a house behind the pines. That's my oh, dude where right he was there. a terrorist, and they kind of marketed him as somebody you should be sympathetic to. Look, man, that's Wait. my guy right there. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is my dude. Didn't he act with Denzel in Remember the Titans? Yes, he uh, did. Yes, he, he did. was in that? Yeah. Yes, he, he was, was in that. So you're comparing Denzel. Denzel. Well, that was an early Denzel. Ryan Gosling, though. Man, oh, like, on, man. You, man. Can't, you can't justify putting, oh, he's my favorite actor behind Denzel. Yeah, that's easy. This is all subjective like, here, okay? If you would have said Tom no. Hanks, I was like, all right, man. Yeah, I mean, Tom man. Hanks or like even Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Okay, I put him up there too, but. With Leonardo. Then you just like Ryan Gosling. Listen, man, Ryan Gosling's my dude. Mickey Mouse Club. I would have said Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> hey, I saw, I saw a clip of. That's the end of the conversation. I saw a clip, clip of him singing on the Mickey yeah. Mouse Club. He had a little voice, though. He could sing a little bit. He was good. He was, All right, he yeah, was man. Bad and time- I put Justin Timberlake up there behind Luther Vandross. <laughs> hey, listen, man, bad times to El Royale, First Man, um, A Simple Favor, which I hear is pretty good. And uh, that's my movie. Oh, wish I got to see Star is Born. You got to see that. Yeah, one. that one too. I I, I don't really want to see Venom. See that so bad. Yeah, I heard some good things about A Star is Born. I got to I got to check it out. I want to see that, but I uh, I don't want to see Venom that much. Everybody yeah. keeps telling me mixed reviews. I I, I keep hearing just yeah. bad reviews. Really? I've heard yeah. mixed. And I'm bummed because it's a Marvel movie, but yeah. is that on the spectrum of where X Men is like kind of just it's their a, own he's by Spider Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead, Randy. Yeah, <laughs> Randy got something to say. Spit some game. So <laughs> Sony has the movie rights to Spider Man and associated characters, and they teamed up with Marvel Disney, uh, even though Spider Man is a Disney Marvel character, to. Uh, put Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. However, Venom and their spin-off and the other Spider-Man Universe movies will not necessarily be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they will be part of the Spider-Man you know, universe. So yeah. they're gonna cross it's like it. two. Yeah, it's like a Venn diagram with Spider-Man in the middle. Right, mm. so you got the Avengers then and like the whole yeah. X Men. Whoops. So we X-Men won't see and Venom probably and all currently that. at least Venom and and other characters in non Spider Man related movies. This I, licensing thing is bullshit. Way, I did it hear, hear that they uh, did it leaked the name for the last Avengers. Did y'all so. see the Chris Evans tweet? Oh yeah, right. I saw that. And, yeah, Chris Evans did tweet like yep. goodbye uh, with yeah. this one scene and. 
either he gonna die or that's just his accident. Like, I'm I'm the I, I say, like I enjoy playing the character. I say good for him though, because I know that's that's you know, that's a career right there, being Seriously. an Avengers character. You can make man, you make a lot. I understand career. if you want to do other things, so I good for him. Man, all right, uh, okay. Current so events. So it's my turn. All right, so I'm gonna <laughs> touch on a few, a few local subjects, and then I'll get to something larger. So, did anyone hear about the uh, the guy who shot at the young 14 year old? Yeah, over in I think it was Rochester, Rochester Hills. Yeah. Yep. So he was found guilty of attempted assault, something like with a deadly weapon. Yeah, and possession and of possession, a firearm. And possession. Of well, a they firearm. were showing like a neighbor or someone had like a videotape, and mm. they were showing that the boy really wasn't doing anything threatening. Not at all. It was and his. then he just charged out of his house with a gun in his hand. He yeah. had the ring thing, the ring camera. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's where that's where the footage came from. It came from his own house. And he was like trying to claim that, and his wife was also trying to claim that the boy was trying to burgle them. But yeah. at the same time, you asked like, why Burglars would he don't just... walk up to the front yeah, right, and why ring would the doorbell just, yeah. and stand there. And he's like a 14-year-old kid. Come on. <laughs> But I saw a lot of people on like um, the comment sections trying to defend this. I'm like, how can you defend this? It's clear cut evidence showing that the kid was literally lost, looking for directions, came up I to the door. Learn to never read the comment section. It's hard for you me. You have to. It's a dark hole. It is. You just it go is. down oh, and you don't get read judgmental, the and yeah. it's negative. Especially on local stories, you, you want to comment yeah. too. Ooh. You're it's like, like, are yeah. you? It's people like, say the worst things openly online. I want to say something about that, but I'll touch on it later. What yeah, but it's crazy. Oh, second thing. Did anyone hear about the 11 infants that were found? In a funeral home. In a funeral home. home. Yes, yeah. in, the, the in the like, ceiling, yes. The, like, what? Man, they, they need to get sued. Somebody needs to go to jail. That was after but, it had officially, like, been closed. Yes. Yeah, they were they were already dead. Um, oh, but the funeral home was shut down back in April. And it's, uh, not which one not called? Um, shoot, what the, what's the name of the funeral home? I'm not going to put out the wrong name because I don't want anybody to get mad at me. Hey, but the funeral home was... Was shut was shut down back in April due to some violations. They found like dead bodies with mold, like in the garage or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, they're cleaning it out because they're trying to make it like a rec center. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know why you want to make a rec center out of an old funeral home. I don't ever want to me visit personally. That. Right. We um, need more rec centers. Cantrell. Cantrell. Cantrell funeral home. So yeah, they're trying to make a rec center out of that. So they were doing the construction and cleaning it out the attic, and they saw infant babies, dead infant babies inside of cardboard boxes. They have been decomposed. That, yeah, de- decomposed in the ceiling, like in the attic. Um, and yeah, I they need to go to jail. The owner, whoever, that's just pure negligence. Right. Whatever and happened. It makes you ask. Like I, I read that, and I have so many questions. Like, what caused them to, yeah, continuously stack infant right. corpses? You know, where are the families? Like, wh- like, did the families abandon them? They're like, well, I don't know what to do with it, so maybe we'll just lay them in the ceiling. Like, maybe. there are so many reasons that I just read that, and like, I laid in bed for a good hour dissecting yeah. like every single possibility as to why that happened. There's no excuse for that. Funeral homes can apply for funds to uh, bury or dis- uh, dispose of yeah, cremate them. Right. So there's oh literally God. no excuse for that. Yeah, that's that's something that just as as someone who it's just like outside of re- reading this story, I'm like, who? How do you even think this is morally right? Like, what what in your mind is like? Oh, I'm going to stack these babies up here because maybe their family can't afford to bur- bury them. I like, just want more answers. Yeah, so that's that's a developing story. I'm sure we, we'll hear more about it. I hope so. Soon. 
Um, also want to touch on an interesting case. So I don't know if any has anyone heard of Jamal Kashagi. He's the a, the journalist, the, journalist. the U.S. journalist <clears throat> that was killed in Saudi Saudi Arabia. Yes, yep. He's a U.S. U.S. journalist who was um, a Saudi citizen who was a writer for the Washington Post. Um, this journalist wrote the editorial, I think, sort of condemning the Saudi Arabian government for various things that they've done. Um, and I think they essentially the government put a hit out on him, the Saudi Arabian gov- government. And so he traveled to. Turkey to go to U.S. consulate because he's getting he was getting married, um, so he got to get some paperwork filled out. So he went to the uh, Saudi Arabian consulate in Turkey, and once he got there, I think essentially they ambushed him and he disappeared. So they have a video recording of him going into the place and never returning. Um, so his obviously his wife was like, you know, where's my husband or my my fiance? Um, and the Turkish government said that they had recordings of sort of like an altercation of him being interrogated and then them killing him. Mm. But the Saudi government is denying it. So this has bigger implications because Jared Kushner and the the, the prince of Saudi Arabia are really close. And <clears throat> we have an arms deal with Saudi Arabia um, where we're getting like one point something billion dollars in funding to give them guns. And so everyone's trying to tell the president, like, you need to go ahead and, and do something to put some sanctions on them because they literally killed an American resident um, who was a writer for The Washington Post. But they're not really doing anything. The U.S. government isn't doing anything. because do for one person. They're not going to, even though it's not. But they it's should. Not, they should, but it's, even though it's not morally right, they're not going to. They're not going to do that. If that's the yeah. case, then they should have went after them after the whole 9-11 thing because most of them were from Saudi Arabia. Dang, usually I'm the pessimist. (laughs) (laughs) So this is an interesting story and it has a lot of implications because again, the United States who has done some deals with Saudi Arabia is pretty much getting a lot of money from them. Um, They're being slow to say that the Saudis did it, even though there's a lot of evidence. The Turkish government has evidence to prove that the Saudis did it and it was a government hit. Um, But we're afraid to place, place sanctions on them because of financial you know, implications for us. So what are y'all thoughts about that? It's a lot to digest, but it's a really interesting sort of more, sort of like a murder hey, mystery. This is, that's <clears> our, <throat> I guess, I mean, that's our MO. This, that's what we do. We do it, uh, you know, hits like that. We don't necessarily, we may do it here, but it's for sure. We do it overseas. We, yeah. we topple governments. We interfere with elections. Yeah. If it, it's not in our interests. Yeah. We, we've, we've been terrorists. Yeah, that's that's true. It's it's tough because, you know, the rhetoric, the rhetoric about journalists, you know, that the current administration has been sort of talking about. It, it kind of ties into it because he's a Washington Post journalist. He's he's was critical, you know, of the Saudi government and they killed him because of that. So it's like, where is the line? Like journalists don't have the right to, to say what they feel without implications of being, you know, murder, kidnapped, whatever that may be. So, um, <clears throat> Yeah. It's a dangerous job, depending on where you where you um where you are covering your story. It is a dangerous job. It's a dangerous mm-hmm. job here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a dangerous job to do here if you're not um if you're not going with the flow. Yeah, I can see that. So, so I'll oh, go ahead. <clears throat> no, I was going to say I can see that, but I think that at least in the United States, where we protect our First Amendment rights, and even though he wasn't a U.S. citizen, he was still a resident here. Mumia is no. a, Mumia was a journalist, and yeah. he they ended up pinning a murder on him. He's still locked up. So, 
Wait, what's that about? I haven't. Mumia Abu Jamal. Oh, you know what? I think journalists in this country, at least around the world globally, they have the duty to speak up against whatever injustice they see. Right? Whether it's a corrupt government, whether it's you know corrupt politicians, whoever it may be, I think that should be it should be the standard. Like, you should be able to voice your concern. Um, but to be killed and assassinated because of that, that's just, that's dirty. Some sanction has to be placed on Saudi Arabia because of this. Like, that, there's no way they should be able to, to just walk scotch-free, you know, without even feeling some type of repercussion. Yeah. They should. Yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I think it will. A lot of Republicans and Democrats in Senate in the House, they have been outspoken about us having to do something regarding um, some type of sanction. And I think what I read today was that the Saudi government said if the sanctions are placed, there will be re- repercussions on for, for us on their end. So who knows what that you know will look like? Yeah, it's definitely um, um, it's definitely a selfless job too, especially when you have integrity as a writer and as mm-hmm. a journalist. It's a selfless job. So you know, uh, rest in peace to the people who have lost their lives or livelihoods um, unfairly depending on that. Yeah. I wanted to go back earlier to what you said about the uh what did you have anything else <laughs> no, to no, add no, about that? No, no, no. So what Nicole said earlier about the about the black hole in the comment space. Yeah. So touching back on um Pusha T and Drake, I saw I saw a post by Rap Genius, because you know they have a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna step out to pee. <laughs> <laughs> no right. offense, I just don't have an opinion on this. <laughs> I don't right, know what well, we're turning to Cole, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll see her in two weeks. See ya. <laughs> hey, nice. Okay, so um, the post was, it was Pusha T saying, well, you know, I think when somebody makes 25 songs, that's a poverty way of getting, like, you know, streaming sales. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's a shot at Drake. Right. But I thought about that. I'm like, 25 songs, you know, it, it costs a lot to make songs. Seriously. You know, so I, I made a comment because I was a little confused. I was like, yeah, I know it's a shot at Drake, but I, I, I think I need Push to be a little bit more coherent. Like, you know, making a lot of songs like that costs money. Right. So I just left it alone. <laughs> and then I left it alone. I did. And then some people like liked it. And then one person commented underneath like, well, um, sometimes songs don't cost a lot of money. And I think that's, no, like, you know how it shows you like the beginning of a comment? Right. You, gotta yeah, click you don't on have to read. The, yeah. Right. I, I stepped back. I didn't even look at it. Right. I just said, you know what? I stated my opinion. I may be wrong in what I said, but I, I stepped away. But most people they they join in the argument, especially when it's like a when it's when it's the stand culture. Yeah, like <clears throat> Eminem MGK comments were the best and worst. Mm-hmm. It's just true, man. They you were know, cutthroat. They were, and you gotta. I think you gotta know when to step back and just be like, okay, I stated my opinion. I may be wrong, but you know, I'm I'm good. It's hard. To, it's hard not to get caught up in in it because again. <laughs> People want to express their opinions. And you express your opinion because you want a clarification, right? Yeah. But everyone sort of has to have a rebuttal. Like, they have to one-up you every single time in the comments. Right. And it just, it's never-ending. It's just like the thread can go from, you know, just the initial post to, like, 30 different posts underneath it, basically yelling about the same thing. Right. Before um, before Eminem released Kill Shot, um, you know, his shot at MGK, he had done that, he had did that interview with Sway, like, man, I'm calling this weird space, like, where if I, if I respond— he going to get famous. If I right. don't respond, I'm going to be looked at as soft, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And somebody commented, I can't believe this. Slim done gone soft. And, you oh, know, he man. had, like, the emoji with a guy looking down, disappointed. And yeah. somebody was commenting underneath him, like, man, he's being mature. And, no, nah, he right. And, no, nah, he's being mature. Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm like, man, this is funny and bad at the same it time. Is. And that's kind of our, our culture right now. Like, you either have to be 
for or against. Like, there's no just like coming to just a consensus. Like, quick conspiracy theory. Mm. Would you think it's unbelievable if Eminem and MGK planned this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Like, I think MGK. I think he probably somebody brought this up. He was like, "Yo, M, man, I, I need to, I need to progress my <clears> career. <throat> some we gotta start a beef together." He's like, "All right, man, but you gotta come out with some raw stuff towards me for me yeah. to respond." Because I was gonna mm-hmm. say, because MGK has more to lose than Eminem. Because Eminem is yeah. always he's always gonna be the goat. Like he's Eminem. He's Eminem. But MGK, if he came out with something soft, or if he came out hard but didn't respond to rebuttal, it's like that, that's the end of him. The man said himself, "When Eminem disses you on a song, you made it." <laughs> I guess which is true kind of and even the diss though I don't understand why Eminem even wasting his time on dissing him anyway you know homeboy came in Haley that's a legit that like that's a legit five excuse. six years ago though it's a legit excuse though you know how you know how he feels about his daughters yeah I mean but you, you may have a point it could be a conspiracy I mean it could be something that was planned because it was random that he decided to for this album to come at him when it he could have literally did that for recovery or or any other album? Uh, well, back to the Drake. Did you see the clip where he was like, "Oh, you can talk about my son, and you don't know my family, but you talk about my producer. You oh, talk God, about my real. producer dying. Something's going to happen to you." And somebody was like, well, "He cared the- more about his producer <laughs> than his son." Well, 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 here's the thing, though. I think that Push, you know, met forty. I think Pusha like met forty, and I don't know how their relationship progressed in Wyoming, but mm-hmm. he met the guy. You know, I don't think Push ever met his son or. Drake's father or mother but mm. if it's somebody you meet and you probably 40 probably said to him hey man I got MS you know in passing or whatever I mean <laughs> right well, well I mean well you know <laughs> you can say like they got to talk you, you multiple talk, conversations you talk with somebody and they try to mention something in passing you know it is disrespectful to use that against somebody especially when it's not towards the person you've you you dissing but my thing is this like Drake said Another something like people always say or rap here say that there are no rules. He's like, but there are rules. Mm-hmm. To a point, there can be. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's rules. Like I remember, um, didn't Jay Z and Cameron uh, when the whole Nas beef was going on? Didn't somebody say something about Nas' uh, girl at the time, uh, Carmen? Carmen, uh, you know who oh, I'm talking yeah. about, right? The Carmen. one that him and Jay Z both. Yeah, I think. Right, right, and they said something about her and their and their kid. Mm-hmm. Destiny. Destiny is Nas' daughter, right? Something was said about Destiny, Your destiny. and then that was just, that was seen as crossing the line. I don't know if there's any line. I mean, I think the rules are very ambiguous in rap. You know, I, I think that obviously you don't want to talk about somebody. But if you want, if you want to be somebody that says, "Oh, there's lines that that shouldn't be crossed," and you want to do everything by quote unquote the book, there is no book. But right. whatever, you shouldn't have like, brought up his fiance. Like, point me to the book, show me the book, and circle the the, the specific line where it says you can't talk about someone's family. But here's the thing: hip hop beefs never end clean. I mean, they always end with with bitterness and like it's just kind of like a <laughs> well, whatever, and then you kind of move on. Like hip hop beefs never go by the book. That makes it more entertaining. Name, name one hip hop beef that went by the so called book. There is no book, but it makes it entertaining though, because it's just like the natural reaction, natural response to somebody coming at you. And come on, man, name is somebody's fiance. Who cares? Like, is that a real big deal? I Not mean, really. but be- everybody has their limits, and everybody has their lines. You can't tell. You can't tell Pusha T that this is a line that can be crossed, but you can't cross this line over here. And then you can go back to infrared and being like, well, he just mentioned Quintus, Quintus name. Like, I'm sure Drake is over that. But then Drake responded. So I think on both sides, it was kind of like, did this really need to happen? Mm. But yeah, I mean, but again, 
we're all entertained. We're looking, we're watching. You know, I think that's kind of what they did, and it, it, both of them got exposure for it. So, I, hey, I want y'all to tell me about times y'all fell into the comment hole on social media, and it <clears> didn't <throat> end well. It Ooh. never ends well. I mean, I Just don't ever. I don't ever like comment back, but I will comment back in my head and yeah. sit there in like this negative space after like reading how people feel and how much it hurts me because yeah. they don't know. But at the same time, you have to remind yourself. Yeah. These people just don't know better. Is it really worth your energy mm. and time to publicly call them out? No. At the end of the day, it's not. Well, it wasn't a, like a public post. It was uh, uh, somebody I went to high school with. They posted something. It was something anti-black, anti-black. And then I responded like this doesn't mesh up with the, you know, the statistics. And this is wrong. And I guess their white step uncle commented like, well, I intervened when a street lady, she was getting beat up by, I guess, her boss. And da, 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 da. I'm like, you're lying. Like, (laughs) like you like you making stuff, you making up a crime. Like, do like, why do you? Why did you do that? <laughs> you know, see, for me, I'm a I'm a lurker, so I don't post much. I'm going to review and just read because I feel like once you post something, you put in that into you're the, creeper. the public space. No, I'm not the creep. No, you're, you're the there's vo- nothing wrong <laughs> with that, though. You're, you're, vo- I, you're voyeuristic. Because think about it. Anytime you put something in the public space written down, a lot of times that can come back to you and haunt you later. So I'm like, let me not even, you know, post anything. Let me keep my opinions to myself. I think that that person's stupid. Uh, but that's it. Eric wants to be really famous one day, so uh, he has to watch. <laughs> no, no, Eric's a smart guy. He's a good guy. Um, you know, on oh, the night on the night of um, Donald Trump's win is is one I can recall. Is um so my friend who I used to go to high school with, he's um he's Mexican, so he's like he's like man, I'm telling you, man, we might be better off with him than with the Clintons. I'm like, you can't, you can't honestly mean that though. Like, I understand, like, the Clintons are corrupt too, and, you know, I think every politician is corrupt to a point. But I'm like, you can't honestly mean that. He's like, man, I'm telling you, man, um, you know, my father tells you with the Clinton administration, you know, we were embarrassed. Like, we, and not, he's just saying it was bad. So then I'm like, 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 you can't honestly mean that, man. So then the guy's uncle comes in and says, yo, young blood, let me kick some game to you. I think Trump (laughs) might be the best thing we ever had right now. Uh. I'm like, y'all are Mexican saying this to me. Uh, like, y'all know what he said about y'all? And, you know, and I, and it went back and forth. And in the end, I just realized, like, why did I do that? But a lot of times when Donald Trump says stuff it um, about people, even people of that community, they don't believe that it applies to him. Like, Donald Trump said, you know, something about black people being poor and not having money. Mm-hmm. And then most of the people that were on CNN and MSNBC, they were like, well, I have money. My friends have money. Right. And that is just a lie. And But it does not but what he said was like black people don't have any wealth. Mm-hmm. So what he said was true. He said in a really shitty way. What have you got to lose? <laughs> what have you got to lose? But but yeah. like even though he said that they weren't like trying to get to the root of it. They were just like, well, it don't apply to me. So probably your Mexican friend probably thought, <laughs> well, I came over here legally. He's not talking about me. Mm. This is people fail to understand the nuance within a lot of discussion. Like in that situation, yes, Donald Trump, he made a blanket generalization. And as you know, black people, we know or, or that obviously there are black people who have money and some who don't. But generally, I think people are like, oh, maybe black people are all poor. 
right? Because they don't understand the complexities. They typically that will take some people will take, you know, one statement or one example and sort of use that as a broad generalization. And that's just kind of human nature. But in an instance like that, it's good that you challenge, you know, your friend. Obviously, they're they're kind of stuck in their way, so it's not going to go anywhere. Well, I don't know how he feels now, but we haven't spoken since. Which <laughs> that is sad. Is that, that's sad, though. I I, I do miss him, but if, we if haven't you're listening right since. now, friend, um, <laughs> reach out to them. It's hard to do that. He don't, that. He don't oh, know sorry. I got a podcast. Go ahead, Spartan. Oh yeah. Oh, oh that's what I was. That's Spartans. why I was born. Light the uh, lighting shit on fire. Right. Like I do. had to watch my brother watch that game yes. yesterday when you know I went what? over there, and I was like, I didn't go to East Lansing. I didn't go. Hey, you know what's the there. roof for it? You know what post I made? I said if it was a bunch of black kids doing something like this, lighting fires, what would it be called? <laughs> Oh, probably right, but it's it's different. No, it's different. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's what they do in Cedar Village. Right, like, it it trust me, I know. It happened twice while I was there. Wait, like, they li- Wait, did they do that again yesterday? Yeah, yeah. that's no- their thing. Yeah, we notorious for burning couches for some reason. Yeah, my I brother w- almost got in trouble doing that. I went out there one night. <laughs> didn't do it. I went out what? there one night, and I'm like, I was about to go down, so I walked to Cedar Village. It's about to go down. And they were like, bring on the tear gas. I'm like, I'm about to go home. <laughs> and I woke up. We were on CNN God. for burning couches. It's like, hold on. Like, who has, first off, whose couch is, is, is are you volunteering? Is it a wee thing, though? Is it a well, wee when thing? it first or started, like, no, it's, it's not my brother was You're going to Michigan right. State. <laughs> yeah. And my dad had texted him when it was happening because it was all <laughs> over the news that, you know, all these Spartans were just burning couches yeah. on their front lawn. And my dad texted my brother and he's like, you okay? And of course, Tyler like lived down the street from someone who was doing it. So he just posted him a photo and was yeah. like, yeah, I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the next day, the fucking cop showed up to Tyler's house and wow. it was like, I saw that you were burning couches. Like they saw that he had texted that to my dad. Oh, seriously? Oh, wow. And Big brother. Con- yeah, connected him back. That's to- crazy. So the How cop showed they- up. Mm-hmm. The government, man, I'm telling you. Yeah. Brothers. It's crazy. Just be aware of what you're doing. Don't, don't be stupid. They say, they taking they they hold on they surveilling that hard no yeah. five right is it 1984 yes yeah, probably 1984 yeah, right. you're right you're right like they're surveilling that hard to where they are scanning text messages that go through to, yeah that's that's crazy that's why I tell people like um like my nephew he wants to be a politician yeah and I'm like if you don't want it to come back to you one day right. don't send it in a text message don't send it right. in a phone Nothing conversation right. it definitely don't use Facebook Messenger oh no yeah def- definitely not because that's Cause all tied into government if you delete the messages they can retrieve them yeah and that's the small print that you gotta read when you uh, agree to sign up for the stuff what's the last time they burnt couches up there the, I mean did you uh, re- did, if they didn't burn couches and mattresses in Cedar Village while you were at state did you really graduate right but my thing is like, who's volunteering? Who is voluntarily giving up their couch to be burnt? Like, who's like, oh, I got a spare couch. The person who's burning it. Oh man, I don't got couches like that to be giving up to people to burn for celebrations. Listen, no. man, there's a lot of traditions that are kind of stupid and banal, yeah, but people do it. You know what I mean? I guess it's it just been one of those things where I never understood, you know, sort of arson as a way to celebrate. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, let's just burn this. Hey, we about Fourth to celebrate. Of July, let's make explosions. Right, you know? let's blow stuff up. You know what I did love about campus was um the night before final exams, everybody would just scream out, out the, the window. window. Yeah, that was that Midnight. was pretty cool. That was dope, man. Like I remember one person was yelling, uh, it's my money. I want it now. <laughs> or it's my degree. I want it now. See, that's a safe tradition, right? That's something right. you can you can theoretically do without 
causing damage to property. I tell you That's one fine. thing. My first time experiencing it, we were just walking home, me and my friend, and all of a sudden we heard screams. We was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's <laughs> here. The end of the world <laughs> the is apocalypse. here. But then we figured out, oh, it's the exam screen. You hear the trumpet playing in the distance and then stuff blowing up. Right. right but what do y'all think about, like, when sports teams win um, championships and these people come out and just, like, flip over cars and, you know, burn down that's just stupid shit, man. That's I mean, too much energy to put into something that has nothing to do with you. Especially if you yeah. won. It's too much if pride. If you won. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like, why? I mean, if you're happy, like, do something internally. Yeah. Like, do drugs. Like, We do not condone uh, the use of drugs. Listen here. to your favorite song and dance it out. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, just jump up and down like, hey, we won. Yeah. Post something on Facebook. Like, like I no. always used to make fun of my dad. He'd always get super pissed at the Lions, which... Mm. We are do. you not used to doing this by now? Right. See, but does every single hair? time, <laughs> does my dad have hair? Put it all no, out. No, okay. He don't have hair. But, but <laughs> that's the thing. They no. a little tiny freckled ginger man. <laughs> that's a self-admitted oblivion, though. Lions fans, like me and Eric was talking, man. You yeah. know, he's a Lions apologist. I, he knows. I don't, no, they actually they played well. They played well the last game. You know, we won. See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, nope. he would get mad. Like every time they messed something up, he would just like and like th- yeah. want to throw something. And I'm like, but but I'm what st- is this doing to ruin your life or your day? Why are you? Saying- but it's because the investment that you have, like the emotional connections that you put into these teams, is like it's like being a part. Like you're literally a part of the team in some cases. It feels. But you're not. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, man. This is your intervention right now. This isn't a relationship where you know your partner does something that pisses you off. You have no. every right to, you know, take it out on something. But not my car. Not this my is car. this is not. I just think that people. The again, people love sports. At least in the United States, we love our sports so much that you know we we watch it religiously. You know, this is people's church. Like they every Sunday they they watching mm-hmm. football all day religiously. Um, and so when you're that invested in something. It just becomes a part of you, and it's just sort of uh, when they win, you you excited, you gonna celebrate. When they lose, you gonna cry and and feel the pain. But I just think um, it can be unhealthy, and I think burning or tearing down the city when you win a championship <laughs> that's stupid. But I can understand why people get so excited. Like imagine if the Lions won a championship, the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm going downtown. We and go I'm... crazy, but we, we, I don't think we. <laughs> yeah. Man, downtown on, man. was a glorious place clap. When, the, when the Pistons won. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we did a great job of celebrating. Detroit it was... basketball. I can still remember that chance. Like, Jefferson was packed. Like, yeah. And people were, like, getting out of their cars, like, celebrating. Like, it was it was a glorious time when was... they won the championship on four. And it was done in a, in a, a, a clean way. Nothing burned down. Nobody uh, destroyed yeah, property. I don't, I don't think we'd act up like that. <laughs> No, nah, we smarter than that. No, nah, I was looking at Philadelphia. They had the greased light poles, and you know, because they know people are going to jump on it, tear it down. Yeah. What do you put on? Wait, what? They put Crisco on? I think they put Crisco <laughs> on the light poles. Yeah, some type of Vaseline type sus- substance. That's funny, man. I like to see somebody <laughs> try to tear that down. <laughs> like, they just oh, sliding down. I was ashy when I got on here. Now I'm moisturized. Right. But I'm telling I you. I feel so violated. <laughs> when the Lions win the Super Bowl, y'all coming down with me. <laughs> We down there. We down there celebrating for a field. We're just going to have a party for Eric. Right. Like, yeah. Eric, your your faith has <laughs> perceived you. Like, great. Like, hey, man, I can't, job, party. Man. I can't party that much. I got a bad back now. You, you know it's been some Dude, time. Yeah. No. We're going to be old. I, my Listen, daughter would have been graduated from college by the end. I'm about to turn 29, and <gasps> let me tell you. 29. It's, you're going to hit that point 
Because you just turned, what, 25? You're 20 years away from 50. Oh, God. 25 <laughs> years fuck? away from uh, 50. <laughs> that's disrespectful. Right. No. People said that to me. But you do. You wake up and, like, I've never had a stiff neck before. I have a oh. stiff neck every other week now. And I'm like, yeah, much- why is my life like this now? This wasn't like this, like, eight to I, have, I don't know, you got a bad ago. back. So you got a bad bed, sister. I have old man knees. Like I can't walk the stairs. I can't. It's hard. So I, can't I understand. Do anything anymore. Is this what we've come to in our yeah, last ten you, minutes? When you hit, yeah. yes. <laughs> I just want to like <laughs> airing our kill your dreams right now. a little bit. Because I know you're still young. You know, 25. You got your whole life ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Do I? You know, us. Us when we're uh, closer to 30. Man, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, we got, I was waiting for her to get mad. I was waiting get for her to get over mad. Shannon, you only, t- only 28. Shannon, awesome. <laughs> you only 28. I am 33. Uh, and my knees are great. Well, that's I run. Know. I ran three miles the other day. Oh, you have I wish more mine were good. than I do. For real. I just work, work, said, man, work. Fuck all y'all. I work, <laughs> I work to live with like two other people and just to eat. And I'm just like, eh. I'm just tired of all this. What am I doing? I have to work Might out to dip take out. a break from Jordan. Oh, that's yeah, why you, you so you tell us now. I have to work out too. That's your escape plan. You're like, all right. I have to, I have to leave her swim practices to maintain our relationship. <laughs> that makes sense. That's the way it goes. Because I'll be ready to jump in that water even though I can't swim. Like, what, what you doing? Like, like get it together. Get it like, together. What? Like, you supposed to do your flip turn and then push off the wall. Like, what you doing? You playing. See, that's going to be our next topic. We got to talk about the the, um, the soccer helicopter moms and dads. and no, that makes me think of that. There's get... that vine where that little girl's trying to read who. It's W-H-O. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she'd be like, what? <laughs> what? And like her mom would just be like, no, Anaya, what does that say? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it's frustrating trying to teach someone like that. We should talk on it. We should talk yeah, on it. Yeah, we will next time. Yeah, definitely. Is, is that? Is it that time? Is it What's that going t- on? It is, is that time? Oh, y'all, this has been a, a well, we didn't put Randy to sleep. Right. <laughs> Randy's just distracted. He's like, this, I really like this. This conversation <laughs> no, diverged into fine. multiple lanes. I left but... <laughs> at one point. I was like, well, I'm not part of this one, so I'm just going to go. Yeah, but well, thank y'all for listening. This is again. our new format, like and share. Like and share, like and share. All right.